0: You are about to enter end zone The factor begins right now. And this is Tucker Dixon telling you how wrong you really are. I was going to tell you guys how you were wrong here and how that there are no secret societies, but there are obviously secret societies controlling everything. In fact, I have information here that will lead to the rest of Bill and Hillary. <clears throat> so housing prices are getting out of control and there's only one group of people that we can blame here. And I think we all know... <clears throat> Well, that's all I got for this week. Tucker out.
1: In this head, once and for all, the yeah. planet is not flat, it's hmm, more like a ball. Like a Can you understand the people running around that's trying to say that, that it's flat with a wall that surrounds? Ice. But if you read the patent for the Gleason map, in the Gleason said himself is a projection of the globe. Instead, they listen to misinforming conspiracies, uneducated tendencies, they're helping feed the trolls. Instead of checking for the facts, they're blind and they listening in the cap and fall right inside the trap into the rabbit hole. They scream the planet is flat with no reliable source, the information that they give is all full of holes. Mind quoting, cherry picking out of context, ignoring everything else that contradict that claim. Falsifying information, faking images, and using wrong formulas is how they play the game. But the earth is not flat. As a matter of fact, it's a globe. Man, stop all the cap. The planet Earth is not flat, it's a globe. The earth is not flat. It's a matter of fact, it's a globe. Man, stop falling cap. The planet Earth is not flat, it's a globe. There are many observations. Hello and good evening.
2: My name shade. is Josh and I'm joined as to always to by Aaron and Bob. we the folks who have found the best of the land. This reason and reasonable like sense, sad and nonsense because this is OK. Hear me out. Aaron and Bob. How y'all did this evening?
0: Fantastic. That was a great song, by the way. Good job, Aaron, in finding that one.
2: Very educational. I
3: didn't even find that. That came to me. Those are the guys that troll like my... Well, used to troll my TikTok page, and then I banned them all because they like spam comment. I could do a video on anything. It could be like a joke about a goose, which I literally just had one that was just a joke about Canadian geese. Like the dumbest boomer joke ever. And they're on there like... Name five astrophysicists that believe that the Earth is flat. Like, like crazy shit like that. I'm like, I'm not even talking about that right now. Calm down. So, uh, I eventually, I just banned them all. And coincidentally, I don't get banned for hate speech anymore. What do you know? You ban all the (laughs) skittos off your page. And these mongoloids singing raps about the Earth being a globe. (laughs) (laughs) And all of a sudden, you're not hateful anymore. Weird. To be fair... I, I'd give the beat a solid, like,
0: B, B-plus, maybe. What is... Uh,
3: compared to what? Uh, what do you mean? It's just a beat.
0: It's catchy, <laughs> okay, like right? A, that's all it that's has to a. be. It's kind of catchy. What's a straight-A
2: hip-hop yeah. track to you?
3: You show me a flat-earth rap song that's better. Fuck you. I could definitely do that, actually. I will yeah. I will do
2: that. <laughs> You're going to record one yourself? No, yeah, I want to be you. myself.
3: It'll just... I can, okay. I can definitely find that. I don't even, I can't even think of one right now, but I get bet I can find one before the end of the show. We can end the show on a better rap song than that uh, probably about <laughs> Flat Earth. That is so <laughs> shitty. But the Earth is not flat, a matter of fact. Like, dude, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> I know the that there's part, a better one out there.
0: In the video, the worst part is like he just gets closer and closer to the camera and he has like a dead tooth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that oh, too, his whole fucking head that. is misshapen.
3: It's all like long, but also like dented inwards in different <laughs> spots. But like his oh, he's fucking hideous. Ooh. And then he has all his friends in like a montage, like doing like boomer dad impressions of rappers. It's fucking insane. And I, I recognize every single one of them. They were all the people on maybe they like must get in a group. A little book club every week, and just like, oh my god, we got to go on all these pages. Like they're these weird, grotesque, like trolls well, that all stack of... neither paper nor bitches. Do you think they're NASA staff? Dude, I wonder <laughs> if I wonder if they. I doubt they're I staff, wish. but I wonder if they get some kind of like really shitty stipend to be like PR. Because who a who science would do communicator that? Who goes Aaron? around to other people's pages. Trying to reaffirm something that ninety-eight percent of people believe in already. Dude, Are they, these
2: people get get off on like re- getting retweeted by some random ISS guy. Like the video they, they like don't need a lot, of, a lot of motivation.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was all family members that, that liked it and commented on it too. It's literally the people the in Lord's the video work. that were commenting,
3: like, this is fire. Like, it's insane.
2: Dude, this sounds like comics twitter just depressing man
0: i don't know after discovering the advent of the science communicator profession i'm not
2: too shocked by this
0: by by this at all i'm just saying oh which i don't know if i want to reveal it now after researching science communicators i found something very very interesting with the people that fucking love
2: science but before we get into that, we I have voicemails, voicemails like we do yeah. every
3: week at the very start of the show. Well, before you play those, how would somebody leave their own voicemail, Bob? This should uh, be oh, a that's strike. Right. I was trying so hard to lead him into saying yeah, the voice I, this, oh. this
2: is, oh man. i be in spoiled of this being a strike. Yeah, no, this is a strike,
3: Bob. Definitely Just ignoring not. the voicemail and playing a voicemail is pretty bad. 833
0: 666 911. That's 1 833 666 0911.
2: All right. But, but with now, gusto, okay.
0: Now, like we always do yeah. at the very start of the show.
2: I've got a bone to pick with
0: you, Aaron. Somehow, you are the backbone of this show, but you Correct. fuck it up for the first 10 minutes <laughs> of the last episode by leaving your fucking phone
4: on top of the whatever. <laughs> this, this, this is amateur shit, dude. Don't do that. And, in, in, in fact, you're all gay for not correcting him on that. Dude, what the fuck, man?
3: You know what? He saved it fuck at the you. end. You're right. No, it's fuck you it's mostly <laughs> Josh and Bob's fault for not telling me that I sounded like shit. Because I sounded great to myself. How I would was the I, one that paused the
0: show to get you to fix it. I messaged you during the show trying to be like, well, he'll definitely... Notice my direct message to him, and that didn't yeah. happen. That
2: would never. <laughs> be I right. I just assumed there's something wrong with Discord because rationalization is something that I do.
3: We have a, we have our own sound editor. You can just interrupt the show to tell me. I was I've been told to
0: not disrupt the show as much as possible to help the sound editor. That's that's what my goal was
3: was to not disturb the show. I'm. i will we'll, we'll ask him. We'll take a survey to see if the sound editor had a harder time editing out <laughs> ten minutes of static or one. 10 second segment. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, at least I said uh, something. Like, fuck you, Josh. I'm blaming Josh now. <laughs> all right, do you guys want to learn about uh some new bits that I found? Uh, bits of information I found out about Zelensky and this old uh, Russian war.
2: Uh oh, god. Yeah, no- Nobel Peace nominee uh volomirs patting and bear Volodymyr zelensky go is on. he seriously Personal hero i didn't even know about that oh, oh no I, I made up the the, the, the <laughs> Peace Peace thing i just i He's I gonna, it's gonna get gonna one though you're any, right any day now yeah any day now i assume it's gonna happen like he's practically uh groomed for the the award but um i yes, think I they had
0: then. they wait hold on they already submitted the nobel peace prize like applicants and I think the the pe- the people in the association asked them to readjust like the time frame so they could like retroactively add Zelensky to the Nobel Peace I did Prize hear about this story okay, <laughs> so that's entirely possible,
3: yeah, but I guarantee he's gonna win one, yeah, it'll be great and this let's see if this is a peace prize worthy uh leader here, so on February nineteenth of this year the uh, German Chancellor Scholz proposed to Zelensky that Ukraine renounce its NATO aspirations and declare neutrality as part of a wider European security deal that both Putin and Biden agreed that they would sign. Zelensky said no. So, they, Biden and Putin said that they would jointly guarantee Ukraine's Ukraine security if he just publicly renounce his NATO aspirations. That's it, just his aspirations. And he said no. What? He said that Putin couldn't be trusted to uphold such an agreement and that most Ukrainians wanted to join NATO. Uh now he said what? this, yeah. But even though he said this, here's he was just on, he was on an interview with CNN where he oh, admitted openly that he was told that NATO would never allow Ukraine to join. So they told him that they would never allow him to join because he said, would you allow me to join in one, two, three, even five years from now? And they said, he goes, either that or just say no. And they said, no, we'll never let you join. But we're going to keep the, we're going to keep the possibility of you joining open to the public. Publicly, it's an open door. Like what well, you might be able to join any day now, they told him that. This. this is what they told him. That's what he told the reporters. So he already knows that he can't join NATO because it would start World War III. So they're not gonna do. They're not willing to do that. They're not willing to let him join. But publicly, they're gonna act like they're gonna let him join. Why? Literally, just to bait Russia into a proxy war with Ukraine. In order to, because they all they do is keep going. Well, we should consider letting Ukraine in, even though they told Ukraine they're not gonna, not going to happen. So that Russia will ha- be forced to invade, so that they can sanction them economically, all the shit. To, you know, pretend that they're Hitler two point
2: So and Russia took the bait. The fools. This is some good old fashioned American strategy right here. I think we just won World War III. The Russian
0: playbook is to take the bait. Uh, that, that's what they're telling us. <laughs> yeah, on <some> yeah. <laughs> so, well, that's the,
3: that's the f- part of it that's so ridiculous is that, so what they did is they, they just keep baiting Russia into war by bombing Russian-speaking civilians inside of Ukraine's borders. They keep doing all this shit. Then they they keep it like oh and we're gonna join NATO so if you ever take a shot at us then the United States and all of the EU is like alliance bound to start World War Three yeah instead of it just be a border conflict with Ukraine and Russia it'd be literally World War Three um which is why it will never happen
0: but well I mean to not go to that extreme though it's like who's benefiting from how much wheat of the the world's wheat do they grow between Russia and ukraine seventy percent oh man
2: i think I think that's the stat I heard too. seventy
0: um, percent of the world's wheat
2: let me who, that. who yeah. would
0: and why would anyone benefit from from shorting 70 percent of the world's wheat production? That's not even what they're trying
3: to do in my opinion
0: really I, I think that's well, I, I think one you... of I think that's one of the side effects that they're looking to take advantage of.
3: I go. I can road. see that. I'm sure yeah. that there's lots of things that. There, but I think the main goal. Is, so, it there's a a think tank group called RAND, and they work with the Pentagon a lot, <clears throat> and they wrote. Let's see if any of this, you know, comes up in the you know current. If this any of this applies to current day.
2: Wait. When, when was this written? Just 2019. For, for context. Okay. So ways before you know this was on the imminent horizon slash happening
3: so they did research and did a research brief on overextending and unbalancing russia assessing the impact of cost imposing options so they basically did this research on what strategies could we do to fuck up russia's economy they go through things like expanding U.S. energy production. So if we were bigger exporters of oil, then it could stress Russia's economy. Uh, imposing deeper trade and financial sanctions. Geez. Well, well, we hold that? on,
0: because we actually just signed a deal with Germany to supply them oil. Uh, natural because, gas or oil? Uh, was it natural gas? It might have been actually. I,
2: right. I, I, natural gas was the one we were looking to export to Europe. Um, for for their lack of it. So I, yeah, that's what I mean, which you know, well, fresh in my mind that's
3: on here actually. The, okay, Increase yeah. Europe's ability to import gas from suppliers other than Russia could economically extend Russia and buffer Europe against Russian energy coercion. Europe is slowly moving in this direction by building regasification plants for liquefied natural gas. Gasification? What?
0: What? <laughs> Dude, I was just talking about this like a month ago. To do it on like a homestead. Not at like a like a a countrywide scale, like a national scale of things, but Germany's looking for gasification processes.
2: I, I think the problem is they don't have the right infrastructure to just like receive and put into put into their system the the, the gas we ship them. So like, well, uh, they
3: actually have this as one of their higher as far as economic strategies. This is one of their highest uh, rated ones because. The likelihood of success in extending Russia by increasing Europe's ability to import uh, natural gas from sources other than Russia, likelihood of success in extending Russia by doing this is moderate. The benefits are high, and the costs and risks are only moderate. Nothing else, like the only thing that they decided was a better, a higher chance of succeeding, but a lower cost and risk was expanding US energy production which is what we're doing to increase Europe's ability to import natural gas in the first place. So we're doing both of those. Now, this one's interesting, because now they have their geopolitical cost-imposing measures. Uh, Top one on the list, providing lethal aid to Ukraine. This would exploit Russia's (laughs) greatest point of external vulnerability. But any increase in U.S. military arms and advice to Ukraine would need to be carefully calibrated to increase the costs to Russia of sustaining its existing commitment without provoking a much wider conflict in which Russia, by reason of proximity, would have significant advantages. So basically what they're saying in that one is that (laughs) they want Russia to kind of invade Ukraine without turning it into World War III so that they can do things like impose all these sanctions and shit on them but they don't really want to fight a war there because if they had to fight a war in Ukraine against Russia Russia would have a shit ton of advantages just by the fact that it's right there and we'd have to keep shipping shit over there so they don't they even admitted they don't want a real war with Russia they want a kind of war with Russia where they don't really have to fight them, but they can impose a bunch of uh, unilateral sanctions upon them. Does that sound like the conflict right now in any way, guys?
2: Uh, yes, but the the takeaway that I'm getting from this is that it it's isn't you know just some half-assed attempt from the U.S. and NATO allies to assist Ukraine. It's actually a carefully calculated plan, and which as a result um despite how much we're spending in all these javelins and shipping them over there the us economy has uh prospered you know disproportionately in response that, that, that's what i'm i'm taking away from this right now
3: no so they don't care about the us economy prospering during us what they care and about it's is it's not it's unbalancing what, what are you Russia.
0: talking about literally nothing's prospering josh
3: what the He's fuck you're Josh posting. we hate him
0: i cannot follow this line of logic for good reason, obviously, so to okay, what's the third thing? We're on the second?
3: Oh, well, that was so yeah, that was their first no, that was the first thing on the uh, on the geopolitical cost imposing me- measures. They had, dude, here's some of the things that they were thinking of uh, doing. Increasing support to the Syrian rebels could, and they were, they, they didn't like this one because it had a low likelihood of ex, uh, success with, with high risk. But just the fact that they're like, well, we could just fund all the Syrian rebels, but they're like, well, it could jeopardize other U.S. policy priorities, such as combating radical Islamic terrorism, and could further destabilize the entire region. Furthermore, this option might not even be feasible giving the radicalization, fragmentation, and decline of the Syrian opposition.
2: I'm so sorry that your last proxy war is going so poorly.
0: (laughs) All of them are. This is literally, I feel like this is like a last-ditch effort by the United States government because Afghanistan fell apart, Syria has been falling apart. Um, I mean, this is like, well, we need a new war front to continue our kind of scam, the charade. Right. Does it not feel like that to you guys?
2: I mean, a hundred percent. Yeah, it's uh, they've had, had they they've run their course in Afghanistan and Syria. They needed to
0: escalate a situation somewhere. I'm just surprised it was Russia at the end of the day because it's such a high risk situation
2: you know where's the russia version where's the russia think tank uh cost benefit analysis for various geopolitical strategies you're
0: you're writing like a very fine line when you're playing this game with russia like everyone's like screaming at the top of their lungs do not start world war three uh and they're writing that line pretty fucking close
2: Uh, everyone you say who's this everyone bob like, is this, is this, you know, Everyone Fox News and CNN? Insane. Are they are they screaming about don't start World War III? None of,
0: none of those people are saying that. Is this, are like, you know,
2: senators, things, no. senators who are funding, <laughs> who would fund the war and are funding no, the military? Sorry, I, are they I, talking I, about don't start World Josh, War III? Stop. <laughs> 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 I
4: fucking
2: hate you. <laughs> All right, hold on. Is this Let's uh, get back uh, on uh, President Volodymyr Zelensky from Ukraine who's saying don't start World hold, War III? <laughs> no,
0: Aaron, don't interrupt this. What, what's happening here? Josh, <laughs> Josh just pointed out that I spoke... Before I completely thought about it, every sane person would think that, and then every insane person is what Josh is referring to. Thank you for making me clarify that, Josh.
2: You're welcome.
3: (laughs) Go ahead, Aaron. (laughs) Okay, so my the biggest thing uh, that I take away from this is that they just keep they they keep suggesting things like they're they're suggesting things like in a way that are basically war crimes and like just insanely immoral actions to destabilize a country for no other reason than they're not us and they're talking about it in the same way of like rearranging the furniture in uh your company in order to like maximize efficiency like they're just doing it so deadpanned just talking about just these horrifying things like well what if we just uh give a bunch of weapons to Syrian rebels? What what would be the effect of that? Like we could do that, right? They're not even they don't even consider morality in any of this. It's so fucking psychotic. Like here's some uh other ones. This is just them talking about propaganda, ideological and informational cost imposing measure- measures. We could diminish the faith in the Russian electoral system. It well, would be like difficult. What?
2: Like they did to us?
3: Oh, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, This would be difficult because of state control over most media sources, unlike here. Uh, Doing so could increase (laughs) discontent with the regime, but there are serious risks that the Kremlin could increase repression or lash out and pursue a diversionary conflict abroad that might run counter to Western interests. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nothing like Russia starting a bunch of diversionary conflicts abroad, unlike the United States, who never starts any diversionary conflicts abroad
2: like yeah what if if something happened in in cuba or venezuela that could uh ooh, that could be a big deal man
3: Uh, here here's one they might use i don't know if they're using this right now but they might use this uh you know back in 2019 they figured this would be a good idea uh undermining russia's image abroad hmm have they been doing that lately would focus on diminishing Russian standing and influence, thus undercutting regime claims of restoring Russia to its former glory. Further sanctions, the removal of Russia from non-UN international forums, and boycotting such events as the World Cup could be implemented by Western states and would damage Russian prestige. But the extent to which these steps would damage Russian domestic stability is uncertain.
2: Uh, Didn't they kick Rush out of, like, the World Cup or some the, the major sporting events?
3: Yes, all they're of, doing everything that I just listed yeah. in that. Every single thing in here. Like, they are using almost every measure on here except for the ones that they saw as low probabilities to, to succeed, uh high cost, and, and that's it. Like, if it had high cost and risk and low chance of succeeding... They haven't been doing those ones as much, but any of the other ones that are even moderate, every single one of those things is happening right now. They tell you they're going to do it, and then they do it, and then everyone's like, I think the news is telling me the truth on this one. I think this is all Russia's fault. It's insane.
2: So I think we're all intimately familiar with uh, the Russian playbook, you know, things like misinformation campaigns and false flag <laughs> events and uh, chemical warfare. I think what we found here, this could be considered the United States playbook. Aaron, this is a, a, a real gem.
3: It literally is their pro- playbook, but yes. Anyway, I <laughs> highly suggest lo- looking over some of these uh, studies. Where, where, like, where did you find this? Uh, this one is rand.org. Um
2: it'll be in the show notes by the in way.
3: Their research briefs, yeah, but we'll put it in the show notes, but uh, Oh, and there's just
0: like a think tank basically.
3: Yeah. Yeah, they work with the Pentagon. I see. I see. Yeah.
0: Well, it's like the 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 people that I presented the other week with like that weird like protein factory idea that they were running on, it's like, yeah, we met
2: at well, like they a, also work with the Pentagon? Yeah
3: no
0: yes they were at like a, a, a military think tank That's oh yeah. where they met they, they did
2: they did meet they met at a defense uh, thing you're right okay yeah yeah but it's they
0: try like,
3: that was the, the thing the crazy thing you were showing us was too. no retards I understand with that. too much money trying to start their own side scam i, I don't know it, it's all being funded by the
0: dod is what i'm saying like the dod yeah. like is Paying for like situations for these two guys to meet, like bump into each other. They're like, yeah, like if we get these, <laughs> <laughs> we get these retards to get, get together. There's enough wealth between them that they'll do something very tragically dumb. And that's what they're betting on, and they did, and
3: they are so <laughs> success. So yeah, that's the, literally in 2019. Every single thing that they thought would work, they're doing right now, and then we're supposed to believe that. This all is Russia's fault and they weren't they weren't planning any of this. We weren't planning that. We're the good guys. So it's just it's it's fucking crazy. I'm probably done talking about Ukraine, Russia for a while unless something insane happens. But I just thought that that was very interesting watching them just looking at them in 2019 doing every single thing they're doing right now.
0: Well, because uh, you started with the the NATO agreement, was that current, or was that
3: in? That's current. 2019? That was in February, okay. less than two months ago. Putin and Biden said, "We'll sign this, and you will. We'll be done with the attacks. We'll we'll uphold Ukrainian security." And they were just like, he was just like, no, which he's not. He's a puppet. It's not his decision. He's just he's supposed to say no so that they can keep going with this bullshit. Biden could easily position
0: himself to be like, you should sign it and then tell him in the back office, don't sign it. You need to like stand strong, basically. But, a thousand like percent. I, like- I, I, I totally saw shit on the news that said like there's evidence that Russia offered a peace deal, um, which obviously would include Ukraine to be completely impartial. No NATO ties whatsoever for the foreseeable future. And Zelensky did reject
3: that. So yeah, off what they're of talking about. they're talking okay. about this exact yeah. deal
2: like no there, there was some condition for the peace deal about um what was it? It had to do with people uh going into Russia or refugees being accepted into Russia but not into the eu there's some there's something weird like that uh, there, there okay. was like a reason or like a a decent reason not to accept it.
0: Well, I do know that the Russian front was accepting any humanitarian like refugees coming across the border from Ukraine I do know that I do know for a fact okay. that they had humanitarian
3: aid set up what do you, I don't understand how who would ever be going into the jaws of the beast <laughs> they're probably just murdering them the second they get across the border poor people believing all these Russian lies fleeing the good guy country which is mind-blowing to me
0: all the U.S. does is airdrop QR codes to like dancing nurses on TikTok <laughs>
3: <laughs> We're at that point.
2: I mean, yeah. <laughs> Poland's got space for like another couple million, refu- a couple million refugees, right? Uh, Thanks, Poland.
0: No, no they don't. <laughs> They're kind of bursting at the seams from what I hear. But um, I guess that's fine. I have a little. Are you done, Aaron? Because I have a little tidbit. Yeah, that was everything. The vaccine. Perfect. um so the CDC decided to release all the data about um COVID deaths and spikes in COVID and all that all that good stuff. It's public information. They have actually have like this very neat graph that you can find on the CDC.gov's webpage where you can make your own graph, like put the parameters in and, and see with the data that they provide you. So they're <laughs> okay, talking about well, this, this. I
3: just see this graph here with this gigantic spike at the end that's way higher <laughs> than any other point. <laughs> And it I, what happened at the end, of the last quarter of COVID. What's the thing that happened what's during the, that? Yeah, there's well, a. We'll big... get to that in a second,
2: Bob. Can you zoom in, and enhance? When when is that spike exactly on this uh, x-axis of month chart?
3: Um,
0: September. The peak of it September is September of 2021. Sep- Interesting. 2021.
2: Yeah. So. Oh, that darn darn pesky Delta variant. Yep.
0: Former former executive at BlackRock had a bunch of wall street guys and like accountants look at the cdc data that they are publicly giving you you can go onto their website cdc.gov and he was like i had a bunch of like the people i work with every day or used to work with and he's like we just analyze data all the time and this is fucking what he had to say about that
4: this is the cdc's own data um that they aggregate into um all ages uh the bottom line is my uh, insurance industry expert, former sell-side Wall Street analyst, went into the CDC data. We were looking for other things, but what we found was pretty shocking. He took the data and it, it took some time and effort He did a lot of work. He broke it down by age and he created baselines for each age group to come up with excess mortality. And the money chart is really chart four, which shows that the millennial age group 25 to 44 Experienced an 84 percent increase in excess mortality into the fall. It's the um,
0: that's the fall of 2021, September 2021. So that's the peak we're
2: looking at. Okay, okay.
0: 84 percent increase in excess excess deaths oh. in millennials. That's the peak so that's approximately we were, we we're just glancing that at. Now, why after on earth? States- let's 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 do a group think real quick. Why on earth? in the middle of the government mandating vaccinations at that time <laughs> why on earth would millennials people in a healthy age range start dying excessively upwards to 80,000 people
3: oh yeah it's a lot like i would say it's probably because they're younger and healthier and it takes <laughs> at least a year and a half for covid covid to ravage their body it's long like the old fat people who can die at any second from covid
0: it takes a few months they got covid in 2019 or 2020 and then the i long thought COVID josh took would him. like
3: that but he just looked betrayed that i did during <laughs> J-
2: during well, josh no, posting. i thought before. that was great i was just like i couldn't think of a great <laughs> follow-up to it
3: <laughs> it was too good yeah i just stole his bit
0: no, because well um, I think
2: it's because it's approximately six months after people got their first vaccine and it had worn off by then, but boosters hadn't been fully approved. That, that's <laughs> yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's
0: what it is. It, when they weren't fully were, vaccinated wait, anymore. Hold on. Let's l- look at the graph. When
3: were boosters approved? Do you guys know? I don't know, but this is when they were giving the most pressure to people working to three months, get...
0: four months after.
3: But this the fall is when they started pressuring everybody saying you're fired if you don't get vaccinated. Yeah, around October. That's when that started, right before winter. That's when all that started.
2: I think it's yeah, beginning of September, late August September. that Joe Biden oh, made the announcement and kind of sometime in October that That's OSHA right. did their said that they were uh, actually going to enforce it.
0: Holy fuck. Okay. But I mean, yeah, like there's there's other there's other variables in this equation though. Like there are other things that were contributing to the excess excess death rates of millennials given this time period. Like The lockdowns themselves were unhealthy enough, right?
2: Yeah, I was. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the you know headlines or stories, but there, in the last you know two years, there have been a massive spike in um drug overdose deaths, uh, like on the scale of you know thirty percent, and that the the highest um thirty like Jesus Christ, yeah, the thirty percent like you know. 20 25,000 people is you know what that amounts to but the um, most at risk or the you know most deaths are specifically in millennial males for um for those drug overdoses.
3: Yeah, but this is an excess of 80,000.
2: Yeah, yeah, so this is uh, 80, 85%, I don't know how many th- tens of thousands that is. Um but yeah, no, it doesn't account for all of the deaths nearly, but you know s- several thousand or so of them. Oh, totally. Um, yeah, are, are from some other factors like Bob mentioned.
0: Oh, I, I think I misspoke earlier then because I, I think I said 80,000. You're right. It was 80%, not
3: 80,000. Oh, 80% of what? 80%, Uh, 84%
2: Increase. excess. excess. 61,000 excess deaths in the second half of 2021 is what I'm seeing right here. How do you Just have the 80... second
3: half. Just the Hold second on. half.
2: Oh, How do you have a... 80% Ooh,
3: excess? Because excess anything over zero is the excess. So percentage of what? What's the over normal? The, what's the baseline over the estimated projection of what that was? Basically. Yeah. 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 Which was so, what? Did they have a baseline number?
2: What I'm the reading baseline is number, baseline? I don't.
0: The baseline don't. number. If they're saying like an excess of 60,000 deaths, the, the baseline would have been the zero. So whatever the deaths
3: were minus the 60,000. Yeah. We had. Well, they, they would they, they probably have it an indirectly. assumption, like, we expect 20,000 millennials to die in September, so 80% yes. increase would be 16,000 people or whatever. That's that's what I'm wondering, what the baseline number of expected deaths is, so that we so know what 80% means.
0: If they ex- expected
3: 10 people to die, I, it's only 8 deaths. Okay,
0: Aaron, if it's an 80% increase, you're thinking, okay, it's not nearly 100%, so... I mean you can do the math and like basically figure it out. So, what was it like 60,000? So the normal increased death like it would probably be like what like 45 closer to like 50,000. I mean it's,
2: it's actually well 80,000 is 84 sorry 84% is the the peak. Um if you look at the second yeah. half of 2021 it's probably an average of uh 50 probably an average of like 45 to 50%. Um What are you talking maybe, maybe about? More.
3: 0% is the expected deaths. What was the expected? 80% no, 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 what? is th- how much over expected we are.
2: Yes. O- no, but I'm saying over-projected. expected
3: over projected. Yeah. What's the projection? They don't give us the raw number. I don't oh, know. I mean, the, the projection, that, I guess, asking, is like 120,000. Now I feel like, like this black guy is lying to me. Yeah. If he doesn't like, tell like, me what the 000. fucking expected is, then I, what the fuck are we looking at here? nothing
2: it's what the cdc says what they uh, anticipate what they estimate
0: is going to be on the graph itself it says number of deaths and it's obviously there's not um this says 959 there wasn't okay i guess it was just 959 deaths that just peaked excessively over what what was expected basically What, what was expected across the country i have no idea
3: like 500. If, if, maybe that, that if, could be, yeah. Well, if that's at 80%, if it's yeah. that spike is 80% of over the expected, then the expected was about 500.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, sorry. That's including the, okay. I see. Oh, yeah. No, whatever. No, that, but right. yes, that's, I think, I think we have an idea of what data points that are looking at now.
3: Okay. So this is my, this is the only thing that I want to say about this because I, you know me. I know that I I fucking believe in my heart that the vaccine is heart attack juice, (laughs) but some grabbler with from BlackRock telling me that this he's setting up to like, he's probably selling futures on fucking Moderna stock and trying to crash it. Like, I I don't know what this guy's scam is, but he's not just getting on the news telling you why the fucking vaccine is heart attack juice over 400 deaths over expected. He he found a stat that can look scary, and it might be partially heart attack juice, but this is not. It it doesn't have to be a hundred percent at fault for
0: the vaccine. You're you're correct. It could be, uh, like a repercussion of the lockdowns themselves, where people or started so many drinking things. and consuming Spentanyl. a lot more drugs, like literally anything. Gotten like yeah, I know so many people that did not live through um the lockdowns and the restrictions health like in a healthy manner like it took a toll on a lot of people i knew oh um, yeah so that that could obviously add to the contribution but i mean all in all i don't think it's not good news because they actually tie it to the time frame so you see these spikes in, in uh increase or excessive deaths at the times where they were mandated, the, the vaccines came out, they were mandated, and the boosters hit. All spikes correlated with the time frame. That's all I'm saying. And this guy wraps it up.
4: Worst ever excess mortality, I think, in the history. Um, just to give you an idea, when you look at chart four, you see when mandates and boosters hit, the acceleration into the fall. And then um, it reaccelerated into uh, the end of the year. The drop-off in that data you see there is reporting issues. It takes time for millennial age uh, deaths to be reported because they're usually not hospital deaths. So um, that data is going to be updated and probably shows a continued uh, disturbing trend. So just to put some numbers on this, um, in the fall, uh, starting in the summer into the fall with the mandates and the boosters, um, there were 61,000 excess millennial deaths, basically. Millennials experienced a Vietnam War in in the second half of 2021. Okay, 58,000 people died in the Vietnam War. Uh, U.S. Uh, troops. So this generation just experienced a Vietnam War, and I think.
3: Wait, is he saying 58,000? Are we way off on that 900 number? Well, that graph.
4: Could no, no,
2: the 900 was be... one day.
3: Yeah. That- oh, that was Girl. one day. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I think so. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Oh, uh, okay. so fruit. Ma- I thought he was basing
3: this whole thing off of 400 extra people dying, and I was like, "This guy's selling." No, no, no. Something.
2: Sixty thousand extra people dying.
3: Okay. Across the country, millennials. Are yeah. you sold? Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's some heart attack juice.
0: And, like, the the worst part about it, like, you can argue argue all day and night about other things being unhealthy and other other things that can contribute, but the time is the contribution to these things, or association, is what really gives it, like, the nail in the head, because it's like, oh, well, he mandated it, and then it's fucking spiked. Like, people, more millennials just started dying from it.
3: I know a ton of people that finally got the vaccine that caved right at that time when they were threatening to fire everybody and everyone has, was having to go through carefully writing out their religious exemptions so that they wouldn't get them denied and all that shit that that was all then that was yeah and thank god i mean thank god i worked for a company that didn't make me do any of that but um i i mean i would have gotten fired over it i don't care but the i know of a lot of people that got vaccinated right then for that and the shit's obviously terrible for people I've heard of people that had doctors
0: recommendations to not get it and their universities or jobs still required it of them and they got it and they still got it. Like (laughs) if you had a doctor telling you like, no, there's no reason to take it. Don't fuck around with it. Just play it safe. And you're like, well, I'm going to do it regardless. Because of my fucking like, because of my fucking job or like my shitty university career that that I really really want, I'm gonna ignore and my just doctor. social
3: shame and shit. I mean, <sighs> it's it, it was insane. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure that that sixty thousand excess definitely has something to do with the uh, in, experimental injection that everybody put in their veins for no reason right around that time. Yeah, right. Anyway, right that right, probably right. has something to do with it.
0: I also have an update for the fucking schizo guy that found graphene in the vaccine supplements. Do you guys remember that episode? Apparently, it's pretty easy to reproduce what he saw. It was in the substrate of like the testing material that he laid the vaccine on, kind of like the petri dish, the gel of the petri dish. The graphene is in that substrate. And you could literally dry out the the testing dish itself and see the things that he was seeing and was ranting and raving about. So there's there's no graphene or anything like that.
2: Well, is is there graphene or is there was the issue um, what looked like computer chips or weird lattices that were forming? Well, yeah, like, is, is that what he was? It, it was a
0: combination of the two. He was saying that the graphene in the process was turning into like the lattice structure of of uh, a computer processor.
2: I'm disappointed that we haven't found the uh, convert humans to machine serum yet.
0: Really, Josh? Well, he yeah, just we <laughs> Josh it. needs someone he can relate with. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, <a> friend. <laughs> are you
3: sure you don't want the uh, like reverse of that? <laughs> but really what that just all that means is that it's not that there's not graphene in them because they really try hard to tell you to not tell you what the ingredients are in their heart attack juice but that it's pretty inconclusive and you probably shouldn't listen to that schizo guy cuz apparently you can yeah. reproduce the exact thing that he showed so don't take his theory for it, you know at heart yeah
2: even schizo people can have bad lab practices
3: <laughs> in,
0: in fact i guarantee they have bad lab practices <laughs> <laughs> I meant to bring that update in earlier. I just kind of, you know, forgot about it. You know, whatever. I'm sure everyone will forgive me for that slight.
3: Yeah, I don't think anybody changed their life plans based on that guy's recommendation. <laughs> it was or, a cool. I think you're safe. I think you're yeah. off the hook morally. Uh, I don't think anybody is like, oh, no,
0: I'm going to go get my vaccine. Fuck. I think a parent of Sandy Hook is calling me. One second. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: <laughs> All
3: right. I just—I can't believe our, our buddy Andrew, uh, for the fir- first time, saw the dad laughing before he gets up there and does on I, his. Uh,
2: oh, that's a great community
3: clip. acting I school uh, version of a sad face, <laughs> and starts giving that.
2: I He's took a, an improv class on a cruise.
0: His reaction yeah, was, was was my reaction the first time seeing that. Like, oh, it's just some guy talking. Like, what the fuck? This is Sandy Hook. Oh my god, his son just died. <laughs>
3: His like, son just what? died and he's <laughs> yucking it up with everybody in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, <sighs> he does a couple breathing exercises. Like, it's so hilariously amateur acting that, like, I, it, it kills me every time. I love watching that guy.
2: We should uh, we should revisit some of those false flags in a bit more depth, like Sandy Hook and the, the paddock guy and whatever.
0: I mean, oh, yeah. the crisis actor kind of conspiracy theory would make more sense if there were just... An adequate amount of desperate actors out on the streets with no work. I just don't see it being hey, realistic right now. Bob, this was
2: the East Coast, not L.A. <laughs> there's, there's not a single desperate actor in New England. OK,
3: oh, I'd be more yeah. believable if you like happen to see the same lady showing up at like every single one of these, you know, things like that. One's single like the lawyer. Sexy. She's a lawyer one week and then the next week she's some dead kid's mom. You know, if yeah. that was a real thing that happened, then, you know, it'd be really believable. That's a real thing that happened, by the
2: way. What a, don't look into it. Um. Aaron, when they find my body,
3: just tell them
0: that I always wanted to be an astronaut when I was a kid. Oh, my God. Just uh, saying. We
2: have, a, we have another exciting follow-up from... Uh, this was just, just a week ago, actually, uh, for something we talked about quite a while back. That is... A human genome has finally been fully decoded. Advances in genomic sequencing technology could drive a renaissance of medical breakthroughs, researchers say. You, you know like when we brought this, when we were talking about, uh, I don't know what oh, we were ta- wait, talking
0: Josh, about. Josh, 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 hold on.
2: Yeah.
3: Sure was- you need to know what science discovered, you That's need to insight. know today. Whether it's face or bones uncovered, it's definitely fake and gay.
2: A human, a human genome has finally been fully decoded. Advances in genomic sequencing technology could drive a renaissance of medical breakthroughs. Uh, medical breakthroughs, researchers say. Go.
3: You know what I'd like to do? Yeah, yeah. I want to go through and search renaissance of medical breakthroughs and see how many years they've they've used that fucking term.
2: Uh, there was some um, one of the replication crisis uh, issues or like one, one of the observations with that whole scandal was the increase of sensationalized terminology in uh, research papers and t- technical science research papers. Um, yeah, things like Renaissance, Revolution, whatever, just specifically to advertise that, you know, science is cool and you, you should give us grant money. As opposed to you know doing a real study.
3: Oh, a thousand percent. That's it's like uh, I swear to God, the thing they used to tell when I was a little kid was, we're this close to replicating a dinosaur. Like we can clone dinosaurs by the year twenty twenty. I bet. Like none of that shit ever comes true. That's why I hate. I that's why I have such a disdain for any of their stupid bullshit.
2: What what years would you consider yourself a little kid?
3: In the early 90s?
2: Oh man. Did you did you by chance know about a, a fun movie that came out in the early 90s? 1993, Jurassic Park.
0: I don't, I I I know what Josh is doing. I know what Josh yeah, know. is doing. That's yeah. The, it, no scientist was actually saying that though. That, that was just Jurassic Park. Like you're putting a science narrative into yeah, your head no, from I, I, uh, a Steven Spielberg movie. I, I, <laughs>
2: You. I thought you were saying that. I don't.
0: (sighs) Did they really do that? I have no idea. Did they act like did a bunch of scientists? That
3: that will be my challenge for next week. If I can't find an article claiming that from back in the day, then I'm full of shit. But I I would believe it. I I would bet anything that I can find those those articles about scientists being this close to cloning dinosaurs. Okay.
4: It wasn't that.
2: just Jurassic Park. I'm thinking, I think Pokemon was 95 and that had uh, the, the fossils and you could bring back like Almost Night, Almas Star, whatever. Yeah, but that was a direct off
0: of like Jurassic Park though. Like that had to be. You know what I mean? Sure. But like where did Jurassic Park get the idea? Like was it solely like a science fiction thing or was it like, did scientists like very arrogantly make that statement back in like the, the 70s or 80s or something? Probably. I
3: remember them saying shit like Oh, Jurassic Park is based on real science because the way that they did it, see, there would actually still be blood and actual DNA in the mosquitoes that got uh, preserved in the amber, whereas fossils don't have the DNA. So a method like this technically could be something that we could be doing in the near future. Like they'd say shit like that.
2: Michael Crichton is to science as Dan Brown is to Vatican history. Like, it's uh, I I don't I don't know if we should be taking sci-fi novels at a you know the face value.
3: Oh, I'm sorry, sci-fi. Yeah, sci-fi authors like Arthur C. Clarke, the inventor of the concept of a satellite and exactly how they work. Yeah, those guys. Yeah, yeah. We shouldn't apply that to real life. You probably should stop believing in those. I think you have a very good point, Josh. Yep. Okay,
2: now back to, back to the genome.
4: <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold
3: on. I'm oh,
2: wait. Did Bump Josh something to comment just on get that? made a
0: fool? <laughs> that was great. <laughs> How dare you, Josh? Try to flex on Aaron like that. You
3: fucking flexed on. No, I yeah. agreed with Josh wholeheartedly. I, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would not apply these silly things that science fiction writers talk about like satellites. That in, they invented and and think that those are in any way resembling reality. I agree. Okay, back to the human genome. Right.
2: Let's let's start the the very beginning. Mission accomplished. Mission Close accomplished. Enough,
0: accomplished. Anyway. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a great no, no, lead but, in.
2: But let me let me scroll down. One of the one of the guys working on it. Uh, it, here's a quote. It's done and it's correct. And it's been through all those levels of vetting. That's, no, that's, that's it.
0: <laughs> They're always <laughs> wrong. <laughs> They're what always wrong. Every time they say that, we've done. We figured it all. We figured it out. We're done. Wrap it up, guys. I mean, a, f-
2: a few years ago, a few years ago, they said they were done, but then like they yeah. found a couple gaps. And a few years, like you know, a year ago, they were like, oh. But I mean, like it's actually done now, and then they found a couple gaps, and now. For realsies, I swear they have used this data for other science. So you know it has to be sound. Um, It's—it's <sighs> uh, it's good. It's they—they they fix it. We, we've uh, reverse engineered humans. We can go start building our own now. I tried so, that was the point of the project, so right?
3: hard
0: to find in this article how they actually came about and figured out how to identify the last eight percent of the genome, and all they said in the entire article, is that this research was buoyed by powerful new sequencing technology. That's it. That's all we heard. They didn't explain shit to us. It was just a fucking like self-aggrandizing article about how great fucking the like, medical science industry is. That's all it was. We have no idea if it actually worked. There's no way to verify it. Nothing. They they gave us zero information in this article.
2: Um, I I had to googled another study previously. I I don't have it up right now, but there 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 are descriptions out there for what they did or how they they overcame these obstacles of the last eight percent.
0: Yeah, what was um, it like? Better computing processors, like that was basically it. Like we enhance the capacitance, like you know, several magnitudes order better than what it was like two years ago. Oh, great. Now we can run the, this hyper complex thing and it'll take like half the time. Great. Is that basically what happened?
2: Sure. Probably.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you broke them. <laughs>
2: well, no, I was trying to read uh, this, I, this abstract I was and hoping, see if it explained it and it doesn't quite. Yeah, I was Sorry. hoping you remember <laughs> the basics.
3: <laughs> so give me the give me the retard version of what they claim they actually did here this is it. Like the title of the
0: article is what they did. That's, that's the retard explanation. Yeah. But
3: like, what's the, what, what are they going to do with this besides a Renaissance besides other emotion evoking, uh, things that they've with future science.
0: Oh, they're going to fix all of our genetic problems. That's, that's it. That's all they're, they're talking about
3: how great the
0: collaboration was between scientists and how many great things we can, we can do with this information. It's not filled with like, any actual evidence of anything, it doesn't say anything. It's just like like I said, self aggrandizing.
3: Yeah, it's all self-aggrandizing. You know what? Okay, here's where I'll believe you that with your gene altering. Because if they could actually be like altering your genes, like picking traits off of a fucking off their iPad and then modify it how you want. Just how about you just modify the make your dick bigger gene? How about that? Yeah. Just the one that people would pay for.
2: I think it's unethical, Aaron.
3: One. Just show me one that you can do that you know everybody wants. Just if once I get the dick bigger gene, I'll believe them.
2: Until then, I don't care. We can make you immune to cancer and give you a, uh, you know, a, a couple inches, a couple more IQ points. The dick bigger though, that, that's unethical.
0: Here we go. <laughs> uh, it, this that's is true. how they, it is unethical. This is how they wrap it up, Aaron. Within 10 years, getting a complete Perfectly accurate human genome will be a routine part of healthcare and it will be cheap enough that it will be a second thought. And under a $1,000 lab test, uh, this person said, you'll have the complete genome in your pocket. What are you going to do with the genome in your pocket, Aaron? Walking around with that. Josh? Nothing. It's not real.
2: Uh, I'm looking through kind of this whole section of the article and they they kind of the only... Portion of significance for the, the you know the last follow-up work section is uh, further study of newly sequenced portions of the genome could also help scientists better understand how humans evolved particular traits, such as the bigger brains and uh, that sent them down a genetically distinct path from the great ape ancestors. Um, so it's going to teach us a lot about evolution.: Oh Jesus Christ, are we going to find
0: the missing fucking link again? So
3: <sighs> yeah, so the fact that we mapped out the genome. We'll add more depth to our dumb monkey stories of our past, and that's it. It won't do anything for our future. Like this shit. I mean, so it'll give us smarter dumb.
2: monkeys in the future.
3: It's oh, you, Josh. You have no idea how many how many years they've been doing this. The same stories. This has been science. It's promising flying cars in the nineties. Like it's it's the same shit.
2: Dude, I remember in the early two thousands when they were like approaching completion for this project uh, and, you know, finally gave up and then they got the last 8% whenever over the course of uh, the 15 years and uh, the $15 billion. It's, yeah.
3: How how can you prove to me, this is what, you know what, here's my, my biggest, my big problem with science right now is that imagine if ideas were like a political structure. So... Science right now is basically turned into communism of ideas, and they have this collective, they want you to be part of this collective idea where everyone has to believe in this, well, the science says, the science is literally just the collective, it it is the communism of thought, and I am not part of that anymore, I I am now in the free market of ideas, and you have to now sell me the idea. And if you want to have that free market of ideas right now, you will be tried to like shut down by the, the scientist communists right now because they need you to fucking no you know, you have to just agree with us. Like, no, you have to sell me on it from now on. I'm not just believing that you map the whole genome. Show me one applicable thing that you can do with that. Oh, you can't. So it's all bullshit. Like as soon as if you can't apply it to anything, it's it's horseshit. I refuse to believe it anymore. If I can't prove it to myself, or you have to sell it to me, and I think more people should be thinking that way because the the science is fucking stupid.
0: Look, it's going to be applied, but it's going to be applied in like uh, what was it like, in the ester- future? Oh. No, in like hormone blocking or like hormone like altering <laughs> applications. Shit, that, that's <laughs>
2: genius, Bob.
3: It's going to be applied in things that we already have, and they're just going to pretend are better now. Yeah. This is a a safer
0: transition for male to female or female to male. That's what they're going to shoot for. This really
3: helps the three-year-olds when they are transitioning. (laughs) Oh, thank God for that.
0: It's so evil. That's obviously what they're going to do. (laughs) That's my measure of prediction at this point. Like, How evil could I possibly imagine something?
3: All right. You know what's fucked up, too, is they're going to... You're right. They're going to attribute, though, they're going to take this thing like these hormone blockers, something they can already do, and then they're going to have a new one come out, but they're going to say, this relies on genome mapping technology, where we proved that Bobby was actually Bella, and (laughs) we can... It's a better hormone blocker. Like, they're just going to attribute their new drug that's the same thing to this new fake technology like genome mapping. And then you're gonna think it's new and shiny and still the same hormone blocker shit that they've had forever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like then then it backs up the it, it refortifies yeah. the lie that they told you because yeah, you're like, well they could absolutely. never make this hor- this new hormone blocker. That's mRNA hormone blocker. We couldn't have ever done that without mapping the genomes. It's fucking dumb. I hate Look, it. <laughs> when you
0: transition, we're gonna have to cut off like eighty percent less flesh. It's gonna
4: yeah. be great for <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: exactly.
0: <laughs> Ooh, uh, like I said, uh, horrors beyond my imagination. Man-made horrors beyond all of our imaginations. It's gonna be great. All
3: right, I, you I- just said horrors beyond my
2: imagination. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe I did. <laughs> speaking of horrors i think we have a, a voicemail to play at the end as is tradition
0: one more voicemail perfect. yeah perfect
4: josh ignore these hardliners just keep sticking to your guns you're right evil means i'm gonna blow up the moon and nothing else it's the only metric there's just coincidences and everything just kind of works out as it should Secret society, more like paranoia. I got nothing. Fucking Josh.
2: <laughs> I love Looks the moon. Like- <laughs> I don't want the moon to be blown up. Guys, why are you trying to blow up the moon?
4: Bobby
0: has approached my level with my relationship with Josh, or it's just like just stop. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> Josh literally <laughs> needs the
3: person to be like pinky in the brain in order for him to like, be counted as a villain for him. <laughs> <laughs> It's my intent to
0: blow up the or take over the world.
3: Yeah, elementary. we to blow up the. We're gonna take over the world,
0: and it needs to be written down and notarized for any for for it to be believable.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't notarize their evil plan, then Josh doesn't believe it. No,
2: just go into this. I mean, like we're secret societies. They're they're lawful evil alignment. They're not just gonna like not notarize lawful something.
0: Evil. <laughs> lawful evil. That's what it is. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I don't agree with that. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons alignment chart pick of yours, but okay.
2: There's society. Of course they're lawful and organized, but it, it, whatever.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Okay. And that's the show. Have a good night. Whatever. Fuck this shit. I have a PlayStation
3: raincoat. Don't tell me you don't like my show.
4: Oh, shit, I've been head to the gravel counter. Gravel, 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 gravel.
0: I am a moon man from Tartaria Living on a flagpole
4: Searching the earth for a little curvature You say it's all just conspiracy Nixon called from a landline but the buffalo of night
0: is full of
4: parasite.